This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real at Two. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Sesame Palmer Syndrome and Carta. I'm sorry. Are you going to be okay? I think so. I don't really know what Palmer Syndrome is, but... Uh, it's, it's, it's... I, I think I'll be all right. Yeah. Are you sure? I don't really know what it is or the <laughs> symptoms, unless I have like a sign telling me what they are, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know too much about it. Yeah. Well, the first sign of finding out what it is is finding a sign that tells you what the symptoms are. Yeah. <laughs> While trying to cock black yeah. a co-worker. <clears throat> co-worker clock, cock block. That's, uh Yes. <laughs> It sounds like a bad porn. Yes. Over <laughs> coming out next year. <laughs> and actually, it's coming out in like thirty minutes because that's oh, okay. You know, you make and then then the sequel will be out like in an hour because uh, yeah, I'll <laughs> be filmed though. Anyway, so um, <laughs> anyways, today on the show we are um looking at a, another Britcom as I call them, another British sitcom. Um, this one, a series from 2012, um, called Bad Education or Jack Whitehall's Bad Education, as it's also called. It's a, uh, British show that was on the BBC. Um, it's had, uh, four series so far or seasons, whatever you want to call it, you know? And, um, yeah, it stars Jack Whitehall who is a comedian and actor and everything. He's he's pretty good. He's done a lot of other stuff. He's got a lot of stand up out there. He's done other series. He's uh he's um he he's like uh been on some American shows and movies and stuff too now. So yeah, he's 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 pretty getting getting pretty popular, I think. Uh-huh. And he's only like 30 or something. 30 something. So yeah. He's not that not that old. When he was mm-hmm. doing this show, he was like twenty three. Oh, wow. <clears throat> when he created it. So yeah, he, he created the show. Um the first episode, which we were covering, um, aired 
on August 14th of 2012. Um, it's called Parents' Evening. Hmm. Directed by Ben um, Gosling Fuller and written by Jack Whitehall and Ben Cady. Yeah, so... All right, first uh, initial feelings on this uh, show here, Sesame. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Me too. I think this is one of the better shows we've actually covered in the whole history of our podcast. Yeah. And um, I like covering things that are not, like, horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice on occasion to not force ourselves to watch something just terrible and just... Yeah. Um, you know, something that... And plus, too, watching something that's British kind of made me feel, like, a little bit, like, cultured in a way. Like, oh... <laughs> <you're watching something. laughs> Even though it's not really yeah. cultured. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Every time I watch Benny Hill, I think to myself, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm really I mean, smart. Wait, no. <laughs> but I would say this show is, itself is very sophisticated. But... No. <laughs> but uh, there's just something uh, with us as Americans, and I'm sure our any of our British listeners would be able to, you know, tell us this. Um, if um, we just somehow with the British accent, we think people are smarter. It just sounds different. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the old school voice, even though we probably sound more like people did back when uh, when uh, the British actually settled the uh, yeah. Americas. It's so, probably. Yeah. A remnant of British imperialism where we just associate that as being like superior, you know what I mean? Like maybe just like we inherited that kind of idea, you know, like it's 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 the whole idea that we've had as a society forever aware that when somebody's older or a country's older, they're wiser. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not that it's true because you have people like, you know, Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi and stuff like that that are really just need to hang it up. Um, yeah. So... No, I mean, exactly. I mean, it's just, yeah, just kind of, yeah, and like, you know, it depends on the accent, too, because there's some British accents that, to me, do not sound intelligent oh, yeah, at all. Well, yeah, like Cockney accents and stuff like that that are, yeah. are more guttural. They're kind of like, uh, in ways, equivalent to like our Southern accent, which people find stupid even though a lot of people in the south are very smart you know so yeah, no totally exactly yeah. yeah so but yeah it's something about it just like watching something from a different country it just feels i don't know maybe just because my life is so boring living here in ohio that like just watching something from another country feels like taking a trip there or something yeah. like that. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I agree. I mean, and, and this was a good show. I mean, and, and it made you feel like, oh, this is just kind of, it's kind of a slice of life sort of like thing where it's just like, but it's still hilarious. Um, reminded me of, I mean, I don't want to promote too much or anything, but of a, of a certain sitcom that starred a certain guy from another sitcom that took place in Toledo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. And if you know, you could drive the Toledo to the other town, in Philadelphia, which you know, it'd be about a six hour drive, maybe. Um, yes, so so, they're, they're like just, that, uh, yes. yeah, I guess I could probably say the actor's name. I think they're allowed like, to Glenn, yeah, Glenn, I, Glenn Howerton starred in a show that's very similar to this, yeah, in, in certain ways, but not totally. Like, they the the teacher had a kind of similar outlook on 
education, you know, so. Yeah, I don't think it's verbatim like saying Voldemort. They can't say the name. Like, no, I know. Then, I'm just being, I'm just being it. kind of funny here. But but while, yeah, while, while we're on the subject, though, because uh, this is probably being re- released during the uh, writers and actors strike, the WGA mm-hmm. and the SAG-AFTRA strikes. Um, check out our show notes. There's the uh, there, there, there's like a fund that I have listed in there. This uh, entertainers fund. Enter- I think it's entertainers fund out in California that helps people that are out of work right now because of the strikes, not just the writers and the actors, but also the grips and catering and, you know, people like that that are on sets that right now aren't working because there's no work to be had, you know? So, right. Helps helps them to be able to feed their families and pay their rent and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because it's really super important because the studios are demons essentially Mm -hmm. and they openly admitted that their plan is to literally starve them out until they can't like deal with the strike anymore like that's like which is ridiculous because like warner discovery has lost tons of money i can't remember the exact number but lost so much money that it's more than it, it, it they've lost more money than they would have made if there was no strike yeah, because at this point, it's just about control and punishing, and and, and 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 a lot more money than than what they would have to pay the writers and stuff. So yeah. it's all about control. Yeah. It's the price of admission. It's, it's yeah. See, I always go back to this idea. It's like a lot of people don't seem to understand. Like, oh well, why would someone do something against their own interest? It's like, but it's not against their own interest. It's that yeah. they made a calculation in their mind of what they're willing to give up. In order to receive, like, I give up A to receive B. Well, okay, it's like, I kind of like the people who are like, oh, why would someone vote against their own economic interest if blah, blah, blah? It's like, yeah, because they hate other groups of people, and this allows them to say that they hate groups of people. So, yeah, they're going to lose a few dollars to do that, but they've decided in their mind that being able to publicly hate other people is more important to them than the money at that point. So, no, they didn't actually go against their own interests. It's just that their interests are different than what you assume that they think their interests should be. And it's hard to kind of get in the footsteps of other people and to, like, think how they would think. So it's like these studios, in a very similar way, are like, yeah, we we said it was about the money, or maybe it was about the money at first, but now... I just want to punish these fuckers. You know what I yeah, mean? It, so like, it's, it, it's like I saw a video the other day, and this has nothing to do with the strike at all. But it, it talks about it. But it, but it's uh, emblematic of how this country is when it comes to wealth and and not caring about you know middle class or poor people or anything of that nature. Where um, there's a there was this lady. She walked by. I think it was in Philadelphia or something. I watched this on, I think I saw it on TikTok or something where she walked by a shoe store there. That's like a, one of these, it was like a shoe brand. I don't remember what brand it is, but one of these like fancier, like tennis shoe brands, not like a big one, like Nike or something, but one of these like, you know, fashionable ones, um, that, uh, had, uh, thrown out a bunch of, uh, a bunch of, uh, shoe boxes in front of their store to be picked up in the trash and uh what she saw when she walked by the store was a bunch of shoes laying on the ground 
And then she found the guy that did this. The guy took all the shoes out of the shoe boxes and laid them down in front of the store. The shoes had been cut like in half and stuff like that or cut down the down places so nobody could wear them. Yeah. So like if homeless people found them in the trash, they couldn't wear them. Exactly. It's because they want to discourage people from going through the trash, etc. Yeah, but, but I mean my my I thing my thing is is like you have these very <clears throat> well made perfectly fine shoes why can't you donate them to a homeless shelter yeah or, uh, yeah or, I know. Or, 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 to, or to something you know or like some kind of charity of some sort i mean even if you want to you know but it, it, it was like it's just like how <clears throat> when i used to work at blockbuster video they would make us on camera destroyed movies that we had access of and i always said can't we just like give these to like you know like there's like um homeless shelters and and like uh shelters for like um abused mothers and stuff like that and i'm like you know they've got their kids and i'm sitting here destroying a disney movie like why can't we just right. give these disney movies to the to, to the you know women and children's shelter to help you know take care of uh you know something that they can watch when they're in there or something you know or or like there's yeah. like or, or there was we we had a we, we had a charity thing one time when we were there i know i'm going off topic completely here but it was like <laughs> there was a charity thing that we had where um people could come in buy a movie and then put it in this box and donate it to um <clears throat> military people overseas so they had something to watch while they were overseas uh -huh. at the same time i was throwing away movies and i'm just like can't we just give all of these to the military yeah exactly <laughs> And they're like, and they're like, no, we, no, 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 we have to legally destroy these. And I'm like, this makes no sense. And that's not just Blockbuster making making people do that. That's like the studios going back to this whole thing where they don't yeah. they don't want their movies out there unless somebody's paying for them. Yeah, it's like exactly. you know, it, it's it's okay for a customer to buy a movie off the shelf and donate it, but no, they can't. We can't give a rental copy of. Uh, of Toy Story 3 to, you know, the military to watch or something. You know what I mean? It's just stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but anyways. Policies, they, they're they all like, it's just, this. yeah, it's it's very callous. And, uh, but whatever. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> but, but anyways, donate money to that charity. We have other charities on there too for lots of causes because this, this world... I, I mean, I, I uh, during during the pandemic started adding charities to our show notes. And thought, okay, I'll just do this during the pandemic. But then I just realized this world's fucked regardless of what we're going through. Yeah. So we need to have charities there. I change them up every so often. But, you know, our, I, I never get rid of a charity. I usually add charities unless I find out something bad about a charity I had on there. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, but I've, I've vetted all the charities that we have on there and they're all good. And, you know, there's things like the like the Trevor Project for people you know, in the LGBTQ community, there's, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, things of that nature that you can donate to that will help people in this country that are, you know, you know, un underprivileged and things of that nature. So it, you know, or, or uh, you know, people that are punched down on from the fucking riches who wouldn't give the scraps off their plate to them, you know? So right. it's just, yeah. Oh, fuck America. Fuck the United States. Fuck uh, the world. Fuck everything. Fuck humans. Okay, anyway, so... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not all of them. Just the 
you know, eat the rich people. Yeah, just like they're really, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But not not the British people in this show though, because they were pretty cool. Yeah, they were. So, anyways, back to the show. What happens? <laughs> what happens in Parents' Evening, the uh, pilot okay. pilot episode of Bad Education? So, um, it's really goofy. Like, like you said too. Like, I, I was kept thinking of like, I feel like I've seen this show before, and then he reminded me. Oh no! It, it, it's like that show based in Toledo, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's probably what it is. I probably saw something similar to it, and mm-hmm. then, uh, so like he's like this young teacher, um, you know, it was weird because he's like getting bullied by some of the students of the school that he teaches at. Oh yeah, which I thought was kind of weird. Um, uh, the head headmistress, I'm thinking. Uh, she was actually the vice, uh, the, the, the head, the head teacher is, um, Mr. Um, is, uh, Mr. Fraser, who, oh. who we find out actually in, in later episodes and that that's Matthew Horn's character. He's the, the other teacher who has a crush on this one teacher, but basically yeah. his, uh, his, his, um, like. Basically, like the equivalent of a vice principal is the one is Pickwell, played by Michelle Gomez, and um, yeah. But Matthew Horn, I think it's funny. His character's name is Shaquille Frazier. <laughs> so yeah, it just yeah. Uh, it was show with very goofball, like oddball stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and so like yeah, he goes in uh, to his class. You know, he's drunk. He's basically hungover and shit. Very very similar to the show based in toledo yeah and he's uh, uh, yeah, and he's like 23 years old so he's not much older than the kids he's teaching you know so he's like they're of the same generation so it's yeah. like he's sort of like the older brother ish yeah. kind of like yeah like someone that they sort of look up to but it's not like totally like out of there i don't know it's something like that it's like and by the way the school's kind of like uh one of their fancier schools that like they they wear uniforms and stuff like um yeah but i mean i don't know if all schools wear uniforms there too that I mean, oh, okay it, yeah it, you know like sure. a lot of public schools in the united states wear uniforms too so okay i, I didn't know that okay yeah as it, in more recent years yeah and so like you know this like the class like likes them because they pretty much don't really have to do like any work in that class because it's always just like making shit up like they got this game called class wars where they like reenact stuff from like World War Two, yeah. And of course, he has the Asian girl where the emperor thing, and the one kid's like she's Chinese. Like I know, yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I also found it funny when they showed the uh, the whiteboard behind him. You know, um, it, it said uh, it had his Twitter handle on there. <laughs> it did. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it said follow me on Twitter and had his Twitter <laughs> handle. Right. And then and then underneath it, he wrote he wrote like. Um, hangover class. That's right. Yeah, yeah. you know, it. Uh, so he's just kind of like a goofball teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he doesn't really teach him anything necessarily. He doesn't want to grade papers because the the vice principal, you know, who like they keep making these jokes about her being a Nazi because she's like very yeah stern looking and that kind of thing. And um, he's like this. Anyone ever tell you make a good SS officer? She's like, yes. And she wants him to. Oh, that's the other thing too. So like, the one of the students is like this kid who's like, he later on we find this whole thing where he's like, the guy wants him to pretend that he's 
his mom's dying of this weird yeah. is it all yeah, anyway but like the character uh, joe he asks him to do something if they're check the first aid kit to see if there's like any uh like aspirin in or something and uh and he, sa- he says okay dad like yeah exactly yes. like, oh, like called him dad yeah but then we get this really creepy thing where one of the students you know she's kind of like you know what they call a slag i guess in britain yeah He's like seriously flirting with the dude. Like, say some weird shit about like oh, fractions. Yeah, like, can go my, into... my, my my maths teacher says that uh, that twenty three can't go into fifteen. I think. God, yeah. I'm like, oh my god. And, uh, he's like, yeah, we'll see about that. And I'm like, oh yeah. boy. And like, I don't know if they got like a Chris Hansen person in Britain or not, but like, <laughs> and uh, but no, he did not take the bait. So I'm putting that clear you know but turns out her mom's kind of like that too so that's where she gets it yeah. from because the whole i'm getting i'm jumping ahead there's so many things oh, yeah. happen like it's a really jam-packed a lot of british shows you know they don't have as many episodes as american shows do but a lot more happens oh in yeah these shows, like to me uh there's more the pacing seems to be better in a lot of the british shows than american shows um Probably because they know they're not going to have as many episodes as American shows. Tend yeah, because when you when when you have twenty three episodes a season or something, you can like basically have filler episodes where basically nothing happens, or or like the the thing they used to do all the time in like the eighties and stuff was the you know you had your bottle episodes and then you also had your uh, flashback episodes after the show's been, right. like, been on a couple of years and yeah. My my favorite thing was there was a sketch on that show that is on Saturday nights on that one network. Uh, <laughs> that, that that airs live um <laughs> back in the 80s they had a i'm just playing up this whole thing i can probably say names of shows not get in trouble but i'm just gonna but anyway so they they uh they, they had this thing where it was a it was a takeoff on those things where they would have a flashback into a previous episode of the show and then within that flashback, they would have a flashback to a previous, another previous episode, and so on, and so on, and so on, like a like a Russian doll where it just kept going back. Yep. So that was pretty funny. But anyways, yeah. So so yeah, you can have all these things. But so so in this episode, what else happens here? Um. So she's gonna the, yeah the vice principal is gonna fail all the kids if unless he basically grades their papers which you know yeah and it was are, like their their mock um mock exams i don't know what a mock exam is yeah i don't know what that is either and so you know it's gonna take him like three hours and of course he doesn't want to do it because he's lazy or whatever and so he has the idea to have the the kids themselves grade each other's papers <laughs> and then uh and there's this one point too where he's he's like there's this other teacher that he's really likes and wants to date and he like put his um mail and her what they call pigeonhole or something like that. Yeah. And like you know, to try to get her attention or whatever. And then and then she she says like, you know, her boyfriend broke up with her and stuff like that. And, you know, if she wants like, you know, pity sex, then she'll go to him or whatever. And he's like, Oh, I I can't do it Thursday though, because it's my, my dad's birthday. He's taking us to the <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And then this old lady teacher comes up to him. He's like, "Oh, your your mail was in my pigeon box." Like, "Oh, like that's gonna work or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of these little fun yeah. like 
like just my favorite line though is when uh at one point you know the whole thing with the palmer's syndrome uh she's like she's doing some like charity event for um palmer syndrome and he claims that uh the the kid's mom from his class the one that got the aspirin for him has it and stuff and like the, the kid kind of looks to him as like a father figure or whatever so then so then when she comes to class he tells him to hide in like the cupboard and then he's like can i come out now and she's like what is that? Like, oh, that's nothing. Uh, we're, we're talking about apartheid South Africa. That's Nelson Mandela. He's like, it's 1989, okay? You still got a year there. You got to book the right. You got to stay in there. You got to book the right. <laughs> it's just like so insensitive, but like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, lots of good stuff like that in the episode. Yeah, um, Palmer, Palmer Syndrome is actually, there's a, it's a, Palmer, there's actually Palmer Pagan syndrome, which is a uh, a rare congenital. Um, it, it's it's a, a rare multiple congenital anomalies dysmorphic syndrome characterized by congenital hydrocephalus involving the lateral ventris, ventricles, low set umbilicals. Yeah, anyways, this is all, like, shit I can't understand. Yeah. But, basically, it sounds like it's kind of like a, more like a, like a congenital disease of some sort that, basically, there have only, there, there's not that many in the world, so. Yeah, they say, like, it's one a very rare, yeah. Yeah, it said it affects one in six million people in the world, or yeah. something like that, and, uh, but there's just so many. It's hard to talk about because there's so many good one-liners in this episode. Oh yeah, characters. That's hard. I should have wrote some of the stuff down. Yeah, you know. I mean, but basically, and, what what we have is that um, so so he has to mark all these papers, and he um, or he's or basically everybody in the class is going to fail. And there's the parents' uh, night that night, which is like a parent-teacher conference sort of thing, um, and uh. Basically, what ends up happening is he tries to have all the kids grade each other's papers, and uh, Miss uh, <clears throat> Miss Pickwick or whatever her name is um, finds out finds that out, and basically fails everybody huh. in the class. Um, and and Mister Wickers, the Jack Whitehall's character, has to tell all the parents <laughs> that the kids have failed, basically. And you see, you see these, like, you know, all the parents. And it does remind me of that other show where, you know, the interaction with the teacher and the parents and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but um, the one girl's mom starts flirting with flirting with him and, like, putting her feet on his genital area. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, the... I will say that, like, out of the cast, um, I think that that girl, uh, Nikki uh, Runeclis, who played Chantel, was probably the, of the kids, like, the most, like, vibrant of the characters. I mean, in certain ways. Her and I think Joe, Joe the the kid who was put in the cupboard. Um, <laughs> I mean, you, you also had... Uh, 
you've got another yeah Leighton that that Joe is played by Ethan Lawrence and then you've got Leighton Williams was uh was your like kind of stereotypical um flamboyantly gay kid yeah he was sitting next to Chantal yeah when they were playing class he's, he's one of the, his characters um one of the teachers in the uh new the new s- series because the show um is uh was on for three series or seasons with Jack Whitehall and then there was a movie and then um then they had a reunion movie on TV and now the show is focused without Jack Whitehall and there's focus on new kids and uh Steven and Stephen and um, Mitchell are the are two new teachers at the school. So they they were students and now they're teachers. So yeah, yeah. And I I think too during the scene um, where um, what's the teacher's name? The one he has a crush on. I forgot her name. Um, um, she is. Hmm. Um. Oh, uh, Miss Gulliver. Yeah. Rose, uh, with Rosie. She, yeah. Yeah. With Rosie, you know, when she came into the classroom, they had, they had the the seats faced each other. He's like, well, why do you have the seats faced each other? Go, oh, we're doing. And then on the, the, on the signs, I noticed on the second time, it says, on one side it says blacks, and the other one says whites. Yeah. But I think one of the black students was sitting in the white section. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Like these little things, like you kind of mm. might miss, like you know. Like... It's a good show to rewatch the episodes. I think I want to watch yeah. all, all the episodes of this show if I can find them. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. It is on YouTube, so you know this this episode. Um, you can watch it there, and I'm sure there's other ones. We may, maybe we'll cover a, another episode or two in the future. Uh, yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind doing that. Um, but anyways, um, so so basically. He he's trying to you know win over Rosie, and he basically lies to her about Joe's mom having Palmer syndrome. And so then we have this parents' night later on, <clears throat> and um, he's uh, basically trying to you know cock block uh, his his uh, coworker, as we said earlier. Um, and uh, he basically you know says all that, and he was trying to get to be involved in the whole Palmer syndrome thing and everything, uh, with, with her, but she's doing like all the research and stuff with, uh, with, um, Shaquille Frazier. Um, I just find it hilarious that his name is Shaquille. I know. Um, but, uh, so, so the, at the, uh, event at the, at the parents, uh, night, um, Miss Gulliver comes up on stage and is talking about the thing and then starts. Well, at, well, at one point, though, she talks to Joe and Joe freaks out and says that his mom died. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, so she's, uh, she's talking up on stage about how the whole thing, um, you know, how bad the disease is and that, you know, you sometimes don't live past 30 and blah, blah, blah. And then, um, talks about how, uh, <clears throat> that, uh, that Joe's mom <laughs> had passed away. <laughs> Mrs. Poulter had passed away. And, um, and then, um, Mrs. Poulter is there and she's like, 
she has not passed away. And then it's like, you know, and then, uh, Alfie's trying to like hide the whole thing. And, but anyways, he ends up, uh, basically it gets found out that, uh, you know, she didn't really die. It's like, I know yeah. she didn't die because I'm her. And then, uh, and then he talks about, um, and then Joe says something about how, uh, Elfie's like a like the dad he never had, and then his, <laughs> and then his dad speaks up and he's like, "But you have a dad." I know. <laughs> and so yeah, it was a pretty funny episode overall. Yeah, yeah. I want to see. And, where, I want to see where this series goes. But yeah. yeah, no, totally. I mean, it was yeah, really good pilot, uh, you know, episode. Um, you know, usually, you know, you could tell the show's got really crappy pilots. Probably not. You know gonna be that good you know there are some shows i usually give a show like three or four episodes before i decide if it's a good show or not because there have been shows in the past where the pilot was horrible but then it ends up being like one of the most popular like television shows of all time and you're just oh wow you know like because there's shows that i love where i'll just skip the pilot (laughs) because they're still trying to figure out what they're doing you know so yeah yeah but i don't know this was just really good i I like the ending too where he's um you know, Joe's like, you want to play some video games or something like that at the end? Like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can do that again. He says, I, I, I think the, the humor in the whole thing is like when he says again. Yeah, exactly. He's like, like wait, <laughs> but uh, like this is something that they do regularly, you know? So that's, that's kind of, cause funny. he's like basically like a fucking teenager. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Cause yeah, there's this other thing too, where like when, um, Miss, uh, Miss Pickwick, well, by the way, she's uh, Pickwell. There we go. That's it. Yeah. Sorry, pick, not Pickwick. No, I, I said that earlier by mistake too, but yeah. <laughs> so, like in in her office, there's actually are like it looks like there is like an SS like a thing or or like political and one of and by her like by on her wall it has a thing that says um, behave obey and work so it says bow basically <laughs> like, and, uh, yeah yeah and it, it's it's like a cross stitch thing on the wall too it's yeah funny. yeah it um and so i thought that was kind of funny too this character is kind of like uh the, the thing i like she... the thing i like about it being a cross stitch is because cross stitch is not something you usually buy somewhere it's something that somebody makes exactly it's so, that... so, so, so either it's, she she made it or she had somebody cross stitch it for her that's why i think it's, mm. it, it's a subtle thing but it's just hilarious yeah that implication there yeah it's it's behave obey and work or bow <laughs> like, <laughs> she is such a like authoritarian she even looks like how you would imagine like a, a female ss person with i mean she's wearing like all black yeah like she's got this like i mean with, with it being cross stitch and stuff it kind of reminds me of those things you'll find in like old ladies homes that say live laugh love or something but yeah exactly but, but this is like the evil version of that they <laughs> behave <laughs> obey and work yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and of course you have this you know thing about you know oh she's got bigger balls than he does which yeah. nowadays might not translate great because of transphobia in england being really bad but like but, but like yeah. back then you know 10 years ago may have been a more of a funny little yeah. joke. Well, well, even the, the the word balls is kind of like it's become synonymous with guts in certain ways. You know? No, I know. It's like not the but just the way yeah. she like because she says it about like three. It's like wait, now you got three. <laughs> yeah. Like 
There was another thing that she said, something about farting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where, where it was yeah. something about, like, you know, when when I fart, I poo or something. I poop. Oh, she, she says, she says, uh, uh, when, like, something like, when you fart, you don't poop or something. But when I fart, I, I follow through or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what the hell? And, uh, yeah. But I, 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 um, I don't know why I'm yelling this the phone. I, it's weird, but well, like, right. and, uh, yeah. uh, I do like the, the character of Shaquille. I want to see more of him because he's yeah very goofy kind of character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a good cast overall too. I mean, the kids are good too. I mean, most of them. Yeah. Um, it will be interesting to see where this goes if we watch any more episodes or anything. Um, if you if you listen to this and you want us to watch more, let us know. You know. Also, like if you if you live in Great Britain and the show is on, you know, like a decade ago or whatever, um, let us know if you watched it there. I heard it had like you know, it was pretty popular. It didn't. It wasn't like you know a big hit, but it was pretty popular on TV over there. So that's cool. Yeah, they they, they were developing at one point in an American version. Oh really? Yeah, back in 2014, and it would have starred um, Jack Whitehall. Okay. It the the um the where is it? There was a a pilot was supposedly shot or pilot adaptation for a U.S. for a U.S. adaptation of Bad Education named An American Education was ordered by one of the networks. I'm not going to mention. <laughs> With Whitehall set to reprise his role as Alfie, um, the pilot began filming in Los Angeles on January 2014. However, the network I'm not mentioning passed on the pilot on <laughs> May 22nd, 2014. Whitehall would continue with the original, and then he went on to continue with the original U.S. show. Um, I had read basically it was going to be like he was uh, moving to... Uh, um, San Francisco or something for some reason and became a teacher in a school there. Okay. And had a similar relationship with the kids there or something, which I could see why that wouldn't transfer over well. But yeah, I mean, Jack Whitehall is good, but it's just like, you know, taking the other characters away would just kind of be stupid. My, yeah. In my opinion, a lot of times when, when they try to remake a show from a foreign country, Either either taking an American show and trying to remake it in Great Britain or vice versa. Sometimes you get you know a show that'll work, but uh, a lot of times you get like shows that don't make it past the pilot. Um, there's a there's just something lost in translation sometimes, you know, and uh, I think a lot of times it would just be like, why don't we just air the British version? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, I mean, it's the same way. I, I, I can see why not because sometimes you know they don't want to, you know. Pe- people are afraid that people are going to be like, "Oh, I don't understand that accent," you know. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand these English folk. I don't know what them be, them people be saying over there with the stuff and the words and the and the phrases and whatnot, you know. Like, yeah, it kind of reminds me of when we. Uh, reviewed the, the British version of that 70s show. Oh, yeah. But lately has gotten more, you know, interest for obvious reasons lately. 
<laughs> yeah, if you want to know what those are, just look up Danny Masterson. Um, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of things yeah. that failed. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I remember that one was just like, they were like going to see some band called like Cockney Rebel. Which yeah, like... it, it was a, that, that one was actually what they did is they took the pilot episode of the original show and just did it in Great Britain. They just changed things to make them, you know, like changed words like gas to petrol and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Just like, you know, localized it, but that was it, you know, so but it was the exact same plot and everything. Like the script, yeah, it was like yeah. the same thing. And like, uh, what was that called? It was like Days Go By or something, or um, Days Like These. Oh, Days Like These, yeah, yeah. If you want to listen to that episode, it's a, it's it's with it. You can find it on on our feed here, um, or you know anywhere you get podcasts. Anywhere, yes. Any site ever exists. And if you can't, and if you can't find it. Just go outside and yell, and I'll I'll answer you. You just like send the file over or something, and then in the like, air. Oh, yeah, I'll send it in the clouds. Oh wait, no. Sure. Um, <laughs> I don't think the cloud works that way. I think. Oh, it doesn't. Uh, oh, it's not like an actual cloud. It's Shit! Just... I've been putting all my files on these thumb drives and just throwing them up in the air. Well, I hate to break it to you, they probably fell down on the ground and. Got ran over by a lawnmower or something. So. Damn it! Yeah, or got eaten by a hog. Or not eaten, but taken by a hog. Or damn it, that 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 great screenplay I wrote yeah. is gone. I'm pretty, pretty sure some <laughs> owl loves it. Um, you know, or I bet you, I bet you that owl's gonna make it, and there's gonna be like I'm. We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna find out that you know the owl is now part of the. AMPTP and is uh yeah is, is taking advantage of um a bunch of you know writers and people like yep yep <laughs> the all seen owl you know yep it looks the Bohemian Grovers were right about the mm-hmm. owl being an evil statue that they sacrifice people to according to Alex Jones and stuff the the owls are evil bro don't don't Speak, trust speaking owl. of evil animals before we go here I gotta tell people this hey. because I gotta <laughs> share it with people. The other night I came home from work and um I was I was getting a ride, my dad was dropping me off, and um I saw what I thought was a cat, and I said I was gonna tell him watch out for that cat, and then we realized it was a huge fucking skunk. Oh god. <laughs> it scared the fuck out of me. And this thing was big too, and fast. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I never really thought of skunks being fast, but yeah. It was, uh, like, because we, we, we went around the block, and it was, like, already, it beat us to the to the one street. Wow. And we were in a car, so it was, like, it was weird. It was crazy, and I was, like, I was afraid to go outside after. Um, yeah. I mean, I have nothing against skunks except for the fact that I don't want to get sprayed by one. Yeah, you don't want to, I mean, that smell stays in you, I mean, yeah. your clothes. Yeah, you got pretty much just throw them out, and then yeah. And I was also I was also afraid of it, like you know, hopping up on my porch and then coming into my into my house, and then like you know, yeah. crawling up in my bed with me or something. Exactly. And it's like, no, you can't sleep here with me. Sorry, gotta go. I mean, I haven't had anybody smelly in my bed in years. I mean, it's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Anyways, um, people. Um, so, so overall, that was a great episode. Um, if there's yeah. any other kind of British episode, British shows that you want us to cover during the strike because we can't really cover American products, just let us know. Um, yeah. Brit- British, Australian, Canadian, anything you know, maybe maybe even shows with subtitles from countries that don't speak English. But I'd prefer stuff that's in the language I speak. So <laughs> just because it's easier to understand, kind of. Um, if you have anything like that, suggestions, just let us know. Send me a message at mike at cullenpark.com and we'll consider those uh, suggestions. Um, also, be sure to check out our Tee Public. Um, you can buy some merchandise there. Um, check out our Patreon. Uh, we're working on like some things, like some special things for anybody that joins to you know give you some like extra content and stuff of that nature. Um, also, um, you know, check out all of our social media, our X, yeah, our Y, our Z. Oh wait, no, those aren't things, are they? No. Okay, our our TikTok, our Facebook, our. Uh, you know, Instagram, you can check out, like look for either all too real Two or Cullen park and you can get all the information at those locations. Um, but anyways, anything else you want to say before we go here, sir? Uh, yes. Just happy birthday to, um, techno mechanicus, which is apparently, I don't know if it's his birthday or not, but, um, Elon Musk apparently has a third child with X rhymes. Yeah. X because now they're in a quote fluid relationship. So I don't know if that how how well, that I, I thought him and I thought him and Grimes divorced. Yeah, but now Grimes says they're in a fluid relationship. So who knows? It's two yeah. weird people who are weird for the sake of being weird. But yeah, they have a child now, third child called Technomechanicus. So was this child? Was this child just born? No, they just um, kept under wraps, didn't tell anyone about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so good on you being born to people who name their children like X A Y and Technomechanicus. And well, well, um, you know, e- e- Elon does have a trans child that he doesn't have anything to do with anymore. So. Right, because she doesn't want anything to do with him. So, yeah. so just um, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, good luck. I mean, you're born into wealth, so I guess you can get in some good therapy with that money. And you know, um, you're, you're gonna need it. To, you're gonna need it very much. So, and um, best of luck to you. And you know, during that time, maybe check out the show, and you might like it. It might might bring some levity to your mind and make you laugh and. I don't know, perhaps make you want to move to Britain far, far away from your father, biological father, rather. Or, or, just, listen, or just listen to our podcast. That or, yeah, or listen to us, Techno Mechanicus, yes. when you're older. Mm-hmm. By this point, we'd probably be on episode 3000 at that point. But, like, you know. <laughs> by, by, by that point, it'll be the AI versions of us hosting the show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, just, um, that's the other thing I realized. Of like how <clears throat> much of our voice voices are like now like in public like oh, so if I'm to do like I never really thought about that until like the other day I was like there's literally 
hours upon hours of us talking on the internet. Like yep. if they wanted to use our voice to make it AI, we would have so much to mm -hmm. work with, like for inflections and how we pronounce certain words. Even sometimes they got me singing on here occasionally. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> it can happen. So, yeah. I mean, they, they've, they've done that. I mean, I remember uh, somebody uploaded like a, uh, like an, I mean, this was like a year or two ago, like an AI version of like Joe Rogan experience <laughs> where it sounded pretty close, but you could still tell it wasn't really Joe talking, you know? So it was just, you know, not quite yeah. right, but yeah, but they're getting there. So <laughs> I know it's crazy. Yeah. So anyways, um, I guess that's all for now, you know, yep. folks, um, just remember one thing that, uh, that, that, uh, I love you. Sesame loves you. That skunk who is in my neighborhood loves you. Mm -hmm. The owl Tech who stole my screenplay loves you. Technomechanicus loves you, probably. Yes. And until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.